0: You're listening to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast, episode 56. In today's show, I'm going to share how some of us can be affected by the transition of going from summer to fall or autumn. And some people are affected physically. There are physical changes that can happen. Some people are affected emotionally. And I'm going to give you some ideas on how to make this transition a little bit easier you're listening to the aromatic wisdom podcast with your host liz fulcher if you're interested in learning about essential oils hearing interviews with industry experts and discovering ways to grow your own aromatherapy business this is the podcast for you for more information and show notes visit the website at aromaticwisdominstitute.com now sit back relax take a deep breath And enjoy as Liz shares a dose of aromatic wisdom. Hi friends, welcome back to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host Liz Fulcher and you know, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, just thanks so much for being here with me today. Before I get into today's topic, I've got three quick things I want to talk to you about. Number one, I tend to post a lot of links and resources in the show notes and to find the show notes, you can just go to aromaticwisdompodcast.com forward slash and the episode number. So today's show notes you can find at aromaticwisdompodcast.com forward slash 56. Number two, last week in episode 55, I offered a discount on my course called Clearing Energy with Essential Oils. I dropped the price from 27 to just $10, kind of in conjunction with that episode, which was about subtle aromatherapy and vibrational, you know, energetic stuff. The sale is on until October 16th, 2022. Use the code AWP55. And that link is in today's show notes and actually last week's show notes as well. And number three, today is October 6th, 2022. And James Fulcher and I are celebrating 21 years of marriage. On October 6, 2001, we had a beautiful Lakota Native American wedding ceremony in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. If you've ever seen the picture there, we, we posted a lot on social media during the ceremony. There was a rainbow, and what we're wearing, everything that I'm wearing, he's wearing, and my children are wearing, James made himself. So happy anniversary, Standing Bear. Okay, let's take a look together now at some of the ways that we can ease the transition from the bright warmth of summer to the darker, cooler days of autumn. This is a topic I have wanted to talk about for some time because I've always felt that I was a weirdo, (laughs) and apparently I'm not alone. Everyone seems to love autumn. When the seasons change and we transition out of summer, everyone's excited because the kids are back in school and everything's pumpkin spice and people are hunkering down and getting out their cozy blankets and their hot chocolate and football games. And I don't love it. I do love all those things. I mean, I I love being cozy and I do enjoy the beautiful leaves, but I really love summer and I love sunshine and I love long, bright days. So I found this article that really helped me feel validated for my sense of sort of the sadness of leaving one season to face another one, which I know is going to be not so much sunshine and so forth. This article is called Moving into Autumn with Traditional Chinese Medicine. It's really well written. I have a link in the show notes, and it explains a lot. In Traditional Chinese Medicine, or TCM, the season of fall, is associated with letting go, with sadness and grief and lung issues, which is very interesting. I know that lung issues in TCM has to do with grief. If people have chronic lung issues, sometimes there's unresolved grief. But it's interesting because in the fall, people also start to have respiratory issues. So it is not uncommon to experience these emotional and physical issues. The other thing I want to say about fall is that I've always had this sense that our four seasons, spring, summer, fall, and winter, beautifully parallel a 24-hour day. Spring and summer kind of match that get-up-and-go feeling of morning and afternoon, with the whole day ahead of you, and autumn and winter carry that nesting, quiet energy of evening and night. So now with that metaphor in your mind, you can see how those of us in the Northern Hemisphere are currently moving into the evening of the year with shorter days, cooler temperatures, more time indoors. We start turning inward and preparing for the long night of winter. The expansive, playful feeling of summer has now shifted to our brothers and sisters in the Southern Hemisphere, our friends in Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, So along with this downshift of Mother Nature's energy, we frequently experience both physical and emotional discomforts in the fall. So this is a perfect time to turn to our essential oils for that, you know, natural and effective therapeutic relief that we know we get from our friends, the oils. So now I'm going to list five things that we can commonly experience transitioning into autumn and ways that essential oils can help you with that um, transition and just to make it easier and soften the impact a little bit. So number one is seasonal allergies. Spring and fall are classic times of the year for people to have symptoms of allergies. Nasal congestion, the itchy eyes, I get itchy ears, situs inflammation, sneezing, all the classic things that go on when we're having our body is responding to to allergies. So this is a good time to pull out the essential oils of tea tree, eucalyptus, peppermint, or the blue oils, like I talked about in episode 54. The blue oils like German chamomile and blue tansy have natural antihistamines in them. So that can help soften some of those effects, especially the the sneezing and the itchy. There are two ways that you can deal with seasonal allergies very simply. One is do a steam inhalation. Put your head over a bowl full of hot water. It can even just be a mug. You want it hot enough that it's steaming. And you can put in one drop of essential oil. I tend to like the ones I mentioned, tea tree, eucalyptus, and peppermint. But the conifers are great also for doing a steam inhalation because they really support the lungs. Fir needle pine, spruce, all the holiday trees, that can go a long way toward gently opening your sinuses, your nasal passages, settling down some of that congestion. The second thing that you can do for seasonal allergies with essential oils is a simple nasal inhaler. I love nasal inhalers. You can make them for everything you can imagine, Nasal inhalers are, first of all, they're portable. So you can stick it in your jeans pocket and carry it with you. And every time you feel congested, just take a nice uh, big whiff from the nasal inhaler and you can throw it in your bag, your backpack. You can have three or four of them. You can have a peppermint one. You can have one for evening. You can have one for, for morning. It's almost deceiving how effective a small nasal inhaler is. Now, I just did a blog post that I released this week called Two Easy Ways to Use Essential Oils for Seasonal Allergy Relief. So of course, that'll be in the show notes. And pretty much everything I just talked about is covered in that blog post with a little bit more in depth. Okay, number two, in the autumn, we often start to experience muscle and joint soreness. And it's funny because... This often comes from the happiness of returning to routine, and people are kind of productive and they're motivated to start doing things after the lazy days of summer. Things like raking the leaves, clean out the garden, sort out the garage. All of a sudden, people are back in the gym. This sudden flurry of physical activity can certainly put a toll on your muscles and your joints. When that happens, reach for essential oils of, I love wintergreen and birch. Now they come with a lot of safety warnings, but they are fabulous for pain, inflammation. Clove oil is warming. It's great for pain. Ginger is warming. I like rosemary and marjoram. So those essential oils, birch and wintergreen, clove, ginger, rosemary, marjoram, they're all really warming and analgesic. And any of those can be added to lotions, to creams. You can put them in a salt scrub. You can go heavy with a body butter or a very light lotion. Any sort of a product that is designed to soothe that soreness that, that your weekend warriors experience. I probably should go ahead and responsibly put a link to the dilution ratios, the safety guidelines for making these products because I'm not going to talk about it right now, but I'll put a link to that in, should probably just be in every single show notes for people who are just starting with essential oils or people who are just new to the podcast. So I'll put a link on blending guidelines. Okay, number three, dry skin and hair. So of course, with changing seasons, the humidity of summer leaves and we start experiencing dry skin and dry hair. I've already pulled out all the creams and lotions and things that I keep in the fridge in the summer when I don't use them or I make my own emollients for dry skin in particular. See if you can go with essential oils high in The monoterpenols and esters, there are two chemical families that are excellent for healing dry skin. They're so skin friendly. There are a couple of choices, uh, a couple of exceptions, but really my go-tos for dry skin and also because I have mature, dry skin, so for my face in particular, I'm really mindful of what I'm putting on for my skin. So for my face, it's always frankincense or carrot seed. It could also be geranium because I have rosacea, and geranium and palmarosa are both terrific at addressing rosacea. But I, I'm trying to stay on. I'm trying to stay focused here on this one topic because I can rabbit hole very easily with uh, talking about essential oils. So. For my face, I personally love and recommend frankincense and carrot seed, regardless of your age. But in particular, if you're over sort of even over 40, those are great. Patchouli is very rich and healing for the dry skin. If you enjoy the aroma, if you don't, obviously leave it. Patchouli, I mean, a dab will do you. And even then you'll smell like patchouli for days. So patchouli is great for the skin, but not everyone loves the, the aroma. More essential oils that are a great high in monoterpenols and esters for the skin are, of course, lavender, as I mentioned, geranium, palmarosa, myrrh, and of course, that beautiful queen of oils, rose. Just add a few drops of any of these essential oils to, again, a rich skin cream, a lotion, a heavy butter, massage oil for dry skin healing. And then, gosh, you can do a whole I could do a whole podcast series just on carriers, but you know, you can mix different carriers to even get a more beneficial product for your dry skin. Now for dry hair, honestly, my hair doesn't get that dry. I don't have any amazing personal anecdotes or recommendations for the hair, but rosemary, lavender, and lemon they can all be added to shampoo or conditioner that just helps to encourage overall healthy scalp and hair. You can also rinse your hair with geranium hydrosol, and that also can help moisturize and uh, humidify. Just about any hydrosol would be great for your hair, but geranium in particular is really good. Number four here's where I come in feeling gloomy. For some people, the shorter days, the, the hours spent indoors, all of that suddenly bringing the, the energy inside can bring on a sense of heaviness and even depression. Of course, we know about seasonal affective disorder that starts to happen as the days get shorter and we have less light in our eyes. I did a podcast episode on depression. Honestly, I can't remember the number off the top of my head, but I will put a link to that in the show notes because I do talk in that episode about light therapy with links to products that you can buy to help you. My personal go-to oils for these dark moods are those, of course, vibrant and wonderful citrus oils of orange, grapefruit, lemon, bergamot. Tangerine is fun. Now, tangerine often will come out orange, so be mindful of if you're sprinkling on fabrics and things, it can stain it. But the citrus oils overall are emotionally uplifting and they can really lighten anything sort of heavy that you're feeling. And as a double benefit, these essential oils are high in a molecule called limonene. And limonene helps to boost immunity. So there are so many reasons to use the citruses as the days get short, dark, and cold. So boost your mood, boost your immunity. You can't go wrong with the citruses. We don't have to worry quite as much about phototoxicity because we're wearing long sleeves. However, do be mindful about phototoxicity. Some essential oils can damage the skin if you put them on your skin and go out in the sun. My personal favorite ways to use these oils in the winter, in the fall, is to diffuse them. Then they saturate the air with these happy molecules. They're terrific in a soul-soothing bath. So you can make a nice bath and put some essential... And I would put the, the monoterpene oils like orange, grapefruit, lemon. I would actually put them in a carrier and put that in the tub because you don't actually want those floating right up against your skin. And then, again, a personal nasal inhaler that you carry with you for a quick whiff when your spirits need a lift. And finally, number five, focus and concentration. We can actually become ungrounded in fall, and it's a time when we need more focus than ever. We return to mental activities like work and study. In that case, my go-to oils are basil, rosemary, eucalyptus, bay leaf, bay leaf is also known as laurel leaf, and peppermint. These essential oils really help the mind to stay sharp and help to keep the attention from wandering too much. Sometimes I'll do a blend with any one of those oils and put a little lemon in there. Any of these essential oils can be used in a room spray in a room diffuser or a personal nasal inhaler. I have actually put basil in a diffuser and set it on the dining room table when my son was doing his homework when he was about eight. And I did find that it helped him with his concentration. So focus and concentration is number five. And finally, this isn't so much a problem as a solution. Just Create a cozy home environment. It wouldn't be fall without the cozy and warming oils of clove, ginger, cinnamon. There are loads of blends that you can find online uh, called things like cozy home that are made specifically for this time of year. I've seen blends called pumpkin spice, called apple cider, called pumpkin pie. You can find those online and these aromas convey a sense of home and comfort This will gently nurture us as we slowly begin to transition into the evening of autumn. So I hope that helps you. There are a few suggestions to help you transition into autumn and now it's time to smell my life. Ah! So this week I did something new. I bought a car diffuser vent clip. I have seen these on Amazon forever. And I thought, I got to try this. And I really liked it. There are these little uh, clips that you put, you stick them into the vent of your car. And they have inside them little pads. And you can put a drop of essential oil. Bay leaf, I'm all about bay leaf right now. I think it's a, because it's the autumn, because it's got one eight in it. It happens to be one of my very favorite essential oils. I'm speaking about Loris nobilis sometimes called bay leaf, sometimes called laurel leaf. This is why we have Latin binomials, because common names can be confusing. I love that oil. And it's great for driving because of the one eighth 8 kind of helps keep you alert without being overwhelming. And I really like this. I think I'm going to buy a couple for people for Christmas presents with a bottle of essential oil. So that was Smell My Life this week that my friends is a wrap for episode 56 of the aromatic wisdom podcast if you enjoy what you hear if you'd like to support the show wouldn't hurt my feelings a bit you can go to patreon.com and thank you so much for those of you that are my patrons until next time my friends be happy be well ん